Welcome to the Project DIY Hunter Podcast. If you're thinking about hunting DIY or if you've been hunting DIY for a long time, this podcast is for you. We invite you to join us as we seek to gain knowledge to continue to be successful DIY hunters. Thanks for listening and enjoy the podcast. So what is up? Thank you guys for coming back for another episode of Project DIY Hunter Podcast. Um, I got Kenny here with me and we're going to talk about Colorado. So we actually found out today that we drew a mule deer tag um, in Colorado. So that's pretty exciting. Kenny, what do you think about that, man? Are you ready to go? I'm pumped. I'm pretty pumped. I was uh, I was borderline nervous, you know, for a while. Like, should we go ahead and book flight? Should we do this? Should we do that? And I guess when we finally got the notification that, you know, we got Drew, it was like, okay, time to, you know, go wide open and go ahead and yeah. start planning where we're staying and everything, flights and all of it. Yeah, time to get serious. But yeah, so we, I mean, we kind of knew that we were going to draw. I mean, we had high draw odds, but the uh, dates were moved back. So I knew um, a lot of people were going to be going for Colorado this year because the dates moved back a little bit closer to the rut. And um, so we still got it. Uh, and man, I'm pumped. It's going to be a good time. So we're planning, we're going the second rifle season. And I mean, it wasn't a very hard unit to draw. We don't have a lot of points. So it's not going to be an awesome unit, but I'm sure there, I mean, there's deer there. There's deer in all the units, so um, it might be a little harder, uh, more people, but I think it's going to be a great time. I mean, I'm excited to go at this time of year, so we're going in November. So it's going to be right that first week of November, so the rut should be hopefully starting by then, uh, if not just, just right before it, um, the deer start getting a little more active. So... I mean, we're pumped and ready to go. Yeah, I can't think, uh, I don't think I can express the excitement that that I have inside of uh, it actually being a, a real thing now, you know? Yeah, so I'd like to talk a little bit about why we chose this area, and um, it's pretty cool. It's a pretty good area. It's, um, I don't really want to know, I don't know how to say exactly where it's at, but so in this unit that we that we chose, the elevation goes from about seven thousand feet all the way up to twelve. So we should be able to find, hopefully, find that area that the deer will be um, while we're out there. You know, hopefully, hopefully, be in the lower elevation just because you know that's better for us hiking and because um, we're probably not going to be in the best shape. We're going to be in better shape than we are now. But I'm, about, I'm a freaking tank, width and all. <laughs> yeah and it's, it was rough when we were in Yosemite you know just hiking around at 9,000 it was it was rough going two miles and it was like you know, five or six but should be should be right around that eight to nine thousand feet I think is where we'll see the deer um, so it ain't gonna be too too terribly high in altitude so so I think our plan is to fly out right yeah no we're uh talking about flying out on the second yeah is that what you said i don't remember we're playing with some dates now we're not i think that's the plan now i don't know if we want to go out that week that stay that whole week i don't know if i have the vacation time for that well i don't put in for two weeks so i'm gonna be off the whole week anyways for the whole two weeks because you know when i leave there i'm going to ohio so that's another that's another story coming right. i'm sure yeah and i just i can't use that much because i got oklahoma now with some 
some iron workers at, at, at work that I'm going to, uh, to go out there with and then, um, just main and, and other stuff coming up. So I don't, I want to take that full week and we'll probably end up taking that full week, but, um, we'll see. I think it would be, it's going to be hard enough to kill one deer in this unit, much less two good deer in this unit. So it's going to be um, exciting and I'm sure the emotions is going to tank and then hopefully peak at the same time, you know, so, but yeah, so I want to talk about the flight. So I think we're going to fly Southwest. Um, I wanted to talk about this about, um, in my episode about, you know, traveling to different hunting locations, but Southwest from Greenville flies to Denver and two bags are included. And I've heard, um, from other podcasts and YouTube videos and just talking to other people that they are the best airline to use to fly hunting equipment and meat back and forth. So we're hopefully going to fly out there with them. And then one, another thing is once you fly out there, you can also cancel your flight. If you, if you've killed something and you want to rent a car and drive it back, um, you can cancel it and they, they don't reimburse you, but you have a voucher that's basically good for a long time. So if you ever wanted to fly back out there, whatever, for the next hunt, you'll have that voucher there. So, um, I think that's the plan. Rent a car. I think the last time we talked, we were going to rent a Jeep, right? Yeah, we was. I'm actually still on the fence. I'm trying to get them to drive out so we can take my wall tent and everything else and kind of set up a base camp and I guess day hunt out of it. Yeah. But I don't think I'll be able to convince them to drive what twenty six hours. Yeah, straight through. Yeah, straight through. Well, that's a long. It's a long way. Yeah, it's probably twenty six, twenty eight hours straight through. I know it was twenty four to Crested Butte area, so it's it's probably right around twenty six. I would say. Um, well, all I know is uh, I'm super pumped, and I hope the weather does good and the rut starts yeah. early, and everything just falls in a row because the past couple of years have been rough on trips. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? So, I mean, so it's about time for something to happen that keeps you, keeps you going, you know? Yeah. And that's the crazy time of year too, man. It could be warm and it could be zero degrees. You just never know um, what it's going to be like right around that time of year. So we'll see. I mean, I'm, I'm sure it's going to be great weather, hopefully. And, we see some snow it might help us actually kill some deer, um, being able to track them around in the snow. That's something I've never done. So it did snow while we were in Wyoming last year, but it was as we were leaving. Um, cause I, and I shot that deer on the first day. So I, I would have gotten to experience it if I, if I would have held off, but, um, we wanted to go sightseeing or I say, we just wanted to go sightseeing. So I'm going to call it impatience. I'm not going to, you can go ahead and blame it on Jesse. If you want to, you just got so freaking excited when you seen it, you was like shot it. And yeah. Well, done. that was, that. that's not 100% true, but, um, definitely after, man, that's going to be a whole nother episode. I'm going to do that one with Jess, but, um, we had some guys come in on top of us right when we were about to, um, walk up on a, or, or get set up on a, big huge buck and uh, she wasn't too happy and i wasn't too happy and some arguments went happened on the way back to the gas station and man we were just ready to be done that's one thing i wanted to say too i think this time we're not going to be scouting not gonna have days just for scouting 
Um, we're going to actually show up and be ready to hunt and kind of scout slash hunt. Um, and I think that's important because I seen some of the biggest deer while I was scouting and then had a hard time finding them, um, that morning, which I shot the deer at 1130. So I didn't really go to all my spots, but, um, that's just one thing. I mean, I don't think you need to go out and scout four days like we did. I think that was a horrible idea, especially with somebody that doesn't really like hunting or scouting. Um, she was kind of burnt out by the time it was time to take a gun with you. And I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I kind of was too. So, I mean, four days of scouting is just way too much. What do you, what would, I think you want to scout a couple of days before. Ain't that right, Kenny? Yeah. I went up uh, to Ohio on a scout and set up cameras and all that stuff, but uh, it's hard to see them and not be able to shoot them for sure. Right. But at the same time, you kind of struggle with the length of time that you're there. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a double-edged sword. Either way you look at it, there's pros and cons right. on both sides. And that was my thought, man. I wanted to get out there and scout and, you know, have a plan for day one. And, man, that, that third day we were there, I mean, there was people showing up everywhere. It was it was unreal. I mean, I guess in the unit that I was hunting, I think it gave out like 1,200 tags or something. I mean, it was a ton of tags. Uh, very low success rate and so we took advantage of the first one you know while we that we seen while we had a, a gun with us so then after that we went to yellowstone idaho and then the grand tetons before we left so that was pretty awesome um if i had to do it over i definitely would have not pulled the trigger seen a massive elk though um had him in shooting range and that was pretty cool just to sit back and watch him but even cooler if i had a elk tag but he was definitely on he was on a small little piece of public i mean tiny piece of public but um yeah back to colorado man and and i think colorado is one of the best states to hunt mule deer um just because the numbers are there the size are there um i mean they have a ton of over-the-counter stuff i mean we had we don't have very many points for Colorado mule deer, and um, you know we drew a tag in a you know pretty decent for not having many points unit um, with a high odds. So, I mean it's going to be a good time for sure. Well, we probably did a lot more research than I guess the average person is going to do. Yeah, I mean we definitely we definitely put in the hours of seeing which one we wanted to go to and. Um, I mean, I, I'm I'm happy with what we chose. I did not draw my bear tag though. I was um, trying to draw a bear tag to go with my mule deer tag in the same area, and I had pretty good draw odds to draw that tag, but I did not. So that might be something I'm looking into, maybe for over the counter in the in the same little area. Um, but you just don't want to get too much going. I mean, we got two tags to fill. So we need to go out there and fill those two tags. And then what happens after that happens, definitely take some fly rods or something like that. So well, hopefully I fill mine early and I just get to enjoy the experience more. Right. I mean, it's a, it's definitely an experience, man. I mean, you know, you go, I've been to a lot of national parks, you know, I just got back from Kings Canyon and all that. Um, but some of the coolest canyons and, and the coolest scenery that I've seen out West is not in those places you know it's when you get off the beaten path it's when you're 
out there where, you know, very few people get to be because, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, there's not a lot of people trekking across these mountains. Um, so you see stuff that, that not many people seen. Um, you come back to the area we live in. I mean, Kenny, do you know anybody that has been out west to hunt in this area? No. Uh, I know a lot of people just went a bunch, a lot of different places, but this general area we're going to, no, I don't know anybody that's been there. Yeah. So, I mean, you're going to places um, that, that nobody's been to that you really know. I mean, and it's just, it's cool to bring that experience back. And um, we're going to have a, a guy on that's been out there a lot more than we have um, coming up in some episodes. And that's going to be pretty awesome. He is um, pretty successful, um, does a lot of DIY hunting in South Carolina kind of all over the place so i mean he applies to a lot of places um, i don't think he drew his colorado tag this year um, but he was probably going for a little better unit uh, than we are so it's going to be awesome it's going to be a fun trip no matter what um, i don't want to bast a unit because i mean big deer get killed on general tags all the time I mean, personally, I've seen a huge deer the day before on, you know, a general tag unit. And the only thing, the only thing that didn't keep me from shooting him was 24 hours. So, I mean, they're definitely there. Um, we just got to find them. And I think, I think we've got a pretty good game plan. So I think we're going to start at the lower elevation and work our way up. And and kind of try to stay mobile. Um, we we are planning on backpacking in, right, Kenny? Yeah, no, we're gonna try to backpack in. I think the original plan is five miles. Yeah, the five mile mark gets us to a pretty good valley, and right. what we want to hunt is the north face of that valley. Right. So we're kind of gonna work our way up. Right, but we have spots on the way there that we're gonna stop in yeah. glass, you know. And if if we you know get that get to that five miles and and we haven't seen nothing, um it might be a, a quick shift to plan B uh, being that we got, you know, basically four and a half days to, uh, to kill two, two massive mule deer. So um, we've got some pretty cool glassing spots that we found. Um, I know Onyx maps um, has started the 3d and I believe actually, I know go hunt just come out with their app um, I think we were actually one of the first people to get it. They said, you know, you're one of the first insiders to get it. I don't know if that was true or not, but, um, so I haven't actually dove into that yet, but I'm definitely going to be checking that out because a lot of our points we have is in the go hunt maps and not the Onyx, Onyx maps. So use Onyx in Wyoming. Awesome. Awesome. Um, I have noticed that the difference in Onyx and Go Hunt, the Onyx maps are a little better. The coverage of the uh, state or the public land, um, there's like little gaps on Go Hunt and on Onyx maps. Those are not there. Um, so I think I think we're going to run both. Um, I don't know. Maybe Kenny run run on his, and I run one on mine, and we'll just see you know, which one we like better. The only thing I've had a problem with, with, uh, on X and it might be a setting that I can fix. I don't know. Is that you don't have an error for what direction you're facing. Right. So when you're walking towards something that's a long way away, 
as you get closer to it, it's very easy to get off path. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And, uh, I mean, I'm not the smartest person in the world. I'm almost, you know, borderline stupid. But uh, <laughs> I, me and my brother used it. had to go up a hill probably five, 600 yards, you know. And right. uh, I got off track probably 100 yards trying to follow the dot, you know, because I didn't have an arrow yeah. for what direction I was going. What ended up costing me having to walk up another 200-foot hill, which 200 foot is not bad. But when you're in the woods and it's a 45-degree angle, it sucks. You know? Yeah, it's not something you want to do for fun, yeah, and, uh, especially if you got something on your back. So I really, you know, I, if I had an arrow, I'd have never had it. Right. And it kind of, I mean, it might be a setting. I don't know. haven't went and played with it, but I don't think it is. Right. Yeah, so I guess I guess our plan, we're going to, I guess we'll try to review each one. I think that would be pretty awesome. Side-by-side comparison of the same hunt, you know, and, and see which one we like better, and then we'll bring it back to the listeners and see what they think. Well, I'm, I'm kind of curious though, and I haven't I haven't really been up to date. Go Hunt and Onyx Maps have always been in a really big partnership. You know, they've you know they both kind of advertise each other pretty pretty severe. But now since Go Hunt released their maps, yeah, I wonder what it's going to do for Onyx. Like, you know what I mean? So Onyx actually is partnered with Hunting Fool now. Um, and Hunting Fool, I don't know if you know or listeners know, that is Go Hunt without the store. And unless they've added the store since I've been on their last, um, it's it's top of the line, draw odds, awesome company. You know, I c- couldn't pick one over the other one. I've just used Go Hunt because that was the first one I found. Um, I did not know Hunting Fool was so in-depth with some of these articles. And so I started listening to some of these podcasts. Um, I mean, and it's an awesome platform to use also. Um, and so they've partnered with Onyx Maps. So if you have a premium membership with Onyx Maps, then you actually do have a hunting fool account that you can transfer over. And it'll give you all these jar odds and um, these articles, you know, strategy articles for applying and, and all this stuff. So with, with that being said, I kind of wanted to talk about the drawing system just for one second. Um, so Colorado is doing a preference point system. Um, so you have preference point, you have over the counter OTC, and then you have a bonus point and then you have a random draw. And so random draw is exactly what it means. It's random. And Idaho and New Mexico has that. And so we applied in Colorado actually kind of knowing that we had a really good chance to draw. So New Mexico and Idaho, you don't really know if you're going to draw. I mean, none of the odds are really high because everybody is on the same level playing field. So, so, and then, and then these um, preference point places that they actually give you a chance to know, say, Hey, I'm probably going to draw this. So you can actually set it up beforehand. And so, and that's kind of the way we deal with Colorado is we knew that we were going to, we didn't know for a fact, but we had a good feeling that we would draw. And then, so we kind of geared ourselves towards the Colorado hunt. Yeah, no, I mean, we wasn't hundred percent draw odds by no means. So it was kind of right. It was still, there was still some sort of an unknown there, you know, haven't really, right. there's always that chance. And, you know, I'm, I'm the unlucky guy that 
I'm not going to win anything most of the time, you know? And, uh, so I haven't really, I guess I geared, you know, my schedule for the year towards going, but I didn't really gear my stuff that I'm buying towards going yet until I got the notification because I didn't want to buy stuff for Colorado if I ended up having to go to Georgia. (laughs) You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And, and that was kind of, that's kind of the way I, I, set my schedule up too and it worked out perfect because we're talking bear talking about alligator to bear to colorado and then back to duck hunting so it all kind of flowed pretty nice going that that second rifle um so that worked out well and you know and that was that was nice to to know though that you had somewhat of a a better of a chance than you would at at a you know random draw yeah and also now that we have drew the colorado murder tag it's time to e-scout um, so that's a, a hot topic on our list um, to start. And so I think we're going to go back and forth, like we've been saying, between Onyx and Go Hunt. But I actually really love using Google Earth. And I have all the KMZ files downloaded. Um, but my computer does not like to run all those KMZ files on Google Earth. So just makes it so much easier, you know, to use Go Hunt and Onyx. And so I think now we're going to get into dropping points. And then once it gets a little closer to time, we'll start checking out these the points that we dropped. And then we'll start changing the color, you know, and, and the color code will be, you know, kind of like a A, B, C kind of grade for that area and for that glassing point and, um, you know, different things. And, and we'll kind of work our way from low elevation all the way up to the, you know, the higher elevation and kind of just get in there and, you know, use the 3D and which I know for a fact, the 3D does not give a good example of exactly what it's going to be like when you get there. Just imagine it being three times more steep um, than what is showing on, on Google or, on X or the satellite imagery. Um, Kenny, what is your, what is your plan for um, e-scouting and kind of what are you going to do to get ready? I am taking the knowledge that I know of mule deer for the habitat of that time of year. And the knowledge that I have is based on stuff that I've read. You know, it's not, it's not from experience knowledge. So I'm having to go off other people's experiences and blogs and podcasts and stuff. Um, and looking for habitat that they like in that, you know, when they're at that range at that time of the year. Um, I want to find something that's, you know, pretty versatile as far as, you know, plains, valleys, water, uh, with higher elevations. Uh, I want to try to get close to the migration corridors, which, you know, on hunt, on X hunt actually uh, lists them on the as one of the filters that you can put on their maps. Right. So I'm kind of going to use their tools to try to you know to try to make our trip more successful. Um, yeah, increase our yeah. I want to increase our odds as much as we can because you know these guys that put this stuff together, they're out there way more than the blue collar guy is, you know, they were right. We get to hunt, you know, for trips like this one week a year when they're doing four months out in the woods a year. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. We're paying for their knowledge basically whenever we sign up for these. And they're all successful. If you watch, you know, uh, go hunt on, uh, YouTube is, uh, they're successful. I mean, they have a lot of videos right. where people are, you know, are successful. Yeah. You know, and a lot of their partners, I mean, the partners that, that go out and hunt for them and, and use this stuff on a daily basis, you know, there's a reason they use this stuff. These guys are, are, are using this stuff for their advantage also. And, you know, they're not out here using this stuff just for fun. I mean, I mean, I know some guys still use, um, Google earth, and, um, man, it, it's just, it's a whole different world when you can take your phone out there instead of a GPS. I mean, it, it's just maximizes your success odds tremendously being able to see and, and you can actually go and draw a line from point A to point B and tells you how far you are. And the satellite will track you with no phone service. I mean, it's, it's unreal. The potential you have. Well, if you watch, if you actually watch, you know, videos of people actually, that actually use this stuff and the creators of this stuff, of course they're gonna they're gonna sell it. You know, right. that's how they make their money. But uh, they sell it in a way to right. It's functional. You know what I mean? And uh, if there was any mule deer hunter out there that I would trust, it would be Brady Miller, and he is one of the uh, go hunt guys and he's killed some monsters and he does it every year. He uh, knows what he's talking about and he spends his time in the woods and he's the guy that writes most of their information. Yeah. You know, he's the one that writes their blogs about different stuff and he's just, he's a likable guy that I just happen to trust. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, he's passing up deer that we dream about shooting. So definitely knows what he's doing. Oh yeah. It's different when you live there though, you know, when you live in that world it's different. Now, you know, he moved from Montana. So he grew up in Montana and he was a big hunter up there that he moved to Vegas for, you know, go hunt. So he don't get to hunt as much as he did. He talked about it in one of his shows, but, uh, just his knowledge from his past experience growing up in Montana and hunting mule deer. I mean, it's, it's pretty extensive. It's, it's definitely yeah. worth watching just to grasp, you know, to get little tips and stuff on what he does here and there. Yeah. So now, I mean, so now our plan is just to sit down and, and go through this and, and go through every nick and cranny that we can, because we obviously don't have time to do it once we get there. So we actually have to go through and do this e-scouting and, um, which is not ideal by no means. It may be awesome to get out there and, and actually scout, um, with your own eyes in the field, but you know, it's not an option. So us people on the East coast, which is a lot of the reason we wanted to start this podcast and YouTube channel and, um, take it as far as we did is just to help people like us, um, go out there and do these awesome adventures and see this awesome countryside and, and, um, hopefully be successful at the same time. And then again, if you're not, man, you're going out there and seeing, some awesome country. I mean, I don't know if you could actually call it unsuccessful. Yeah, you ate a tag, um, but you have memories that'll last a lifetime. I mean, it's it's an awesome time. Um, hopefully, me and my wife is going to get on here and talk about our time out there, um, which was awesome. We had an awesome time, um, seen some awesome stuff, and um, hopefully, we get out here and talk about that later. But well. 
as you know, it's almost like a different. It's almost like you're going to a whole different world. It is. It absolutely than, is. Than it is from what we live. You know, where I live in particular is rolling hills with a bunch of trees and a bunch of pine trees. Yeah. And then you know, there's houses everywhere, and you go out there, and it's like, man, ain't nothing around here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you get lost out there, you're in trouble. Yeah. I mean, people on my side of the world are hunting right. you know, two-acre plots of land, you know, just trying to shoot deer. And, uh, yeah, no, out there you're talking thousands and hundreds of thousands of acres. Yeah. Just So it's going to be an awesome time. Um, I just want to say thanks to y'all uh, for taking your time and, and listening. And uh, hopefully we helped you. And um, hopefully you can comment and ask us some questions and we can answer those for you. Um, we got some cool stuff coming up. So be sure to subscribe, follow, um, so you get those notifications when we um, post new stuff. Go follow our um, Instagram. It's project underscore DIY underscore Hunter. And then we have Facebook. Um, we're about to have a website. So it's going to be awesome, man. There's blogs, um, forums, and just, you know, for y'all to get in there and participate. Um and yeah, I also wanted to say that we do have some listeners from all over the world. And if that is you, that would be super cool if you'd reach out to us at projectdiyhunter at gmail.com and just tell us what kind of hunting you do. Um, hopefully we can maybe get you on the show or on the, on the podcast and, and we could talk about the hunting you do in Germany, um, Australia, Canada, Jamaica, Jamaica. Yeah. I mean, there's just a lot of different places um, that's listening. It'd be awesome for y'all to reach out. And um, I know that the listeners would love to, to hear y'all's comments and um, yeah. Anyway, so thanks for listening. Um, and as always go Tigers.